following program is sponsored. The opinions and statements made by the hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of WBOB or its parent company, the Chesapeake Portsmouth Broadcasting Corporation. Van Wee Financial is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Welcome to the Van Wee Financial Hour on AM 600 and FM 100.3, The Answer. To be a part of the program, call 222-TALK. That's 222-8255. Now here are your hosts of the Van Wee Financial Hour, Stephen and Adam Van Wee. It's Saturday morning. For those of you who are retired and tend to forget those things, it's Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. And you're on the first coast, and that can only mean that this is the Van Wee Financial Hour. I'm Steve Van Wee. And I'm Adam Van Wee. And we are here as we always are this hour on Saturday morning, live and in color, and here to talk about all kinds of fun things. Hopefully, some of which you'll be interested in. Actually, hopefully, all of which you'll be interested in. Maybe try to make your financial life a little easier, talk a little bit about investing and some other topics today. For the regular listeners, thanks so much for coming back. We really appreciate it. You are, of course, what drives the show. For the new people, if you've heard about us or just are driving by and happened upon us, welcome. Try to stick around for the hour and see what happens. I like to think we all learn something in the course of an hour here. I know I always do, one way or the other. So listen in and listen often and tell all your friends. We have a lot to do today, as we always seem to, with the markets being what they are, that sort of thing. But first, let's talk a little bit about why we're here, who we are, what we do, and how we do it, so you kind of get a feeling for it. We are involved in personal financial planning and investing for um, clients all over, actually all over quite, quite a large area. And um, we do it out of a central office, and Adam is always better at explaining all that stuff than I am, so take it away. Yeah, we're located out at the beach. We're right off the Marsh Landing Parkway exit of Butler Boulevard. If you ever want to call us in the office, it's 904-685-1505. And we have a big online presence as well. Our website is www.vanwefinancial.com. We add lots of new stuff to the site every week, including our podcast, as well as some blog articles where we where we talk about things we talked about on the radio, and then some other stuff, too. So check back weekly to see our updates there. Our podcasts are available either on the website or on iTunes or on SoundCloud.com, and you can link to all of that from our webpage. You can also book an appointment with us online through our webpage or through our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com backslash Financial. We're on Twitter, at Vanway Financial, and you can email us if you're one of those people that doesn't like calling the show but has a question. Email us at info at com, and we'll read the question on air and answer it for you. And what would that meeting cost? Absolutely nothing, of course. I like it. That's so, a good deal. It is a good deal, and it's a good price, and I promise you, you'll walk away knowing more than you did when you walked in, even if we give you bad news. 
which isn't likely. No, more usually things are fixable, even if you've gotten yourself in a bind, and we'll try and figure out how you can fix your situation. Absolutely true. Sort of like the market. Yeah, it was a, I'd call it a mixed week on Wall Street. We had... Why, why, while you're doing this, think about this. Why is there so much gloom and doom out there right now? I've never seen it worse than it is right now. Well, to me, it's a, it's sort of a, a net effect of seven years of a bull market, I think. It's just that people can't handle. <laughs> That's not how I thought you were going to finish that. Seven years of a bull <laughs> well, market. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> there is, a, there is a, a lot of, I guess, people are just worried. They've seen it go up and up and up. And, you know, we've, we've lived through some times where when things go up and up and up, they've tended to come down hard and suddenly. And I think it gets people nervous. But honestly, if you look at all the data out there, it's not bad. It isn't bad. Yet it just seems like we're in this period of time where people are ready to yell chicken little. You know, the sky is definitely falling out there, and I just don't see it. So, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of flummoxed. But let's tell it the way it is, and then we'll talk about the way people perceive it. How's that? Sounds good. So the Dow and the S&P racked up uh, 0.6 and 0.5% gains, respectively, this week, and the NASDAQ dropped 0.6. One thing I was happy to see was that the markets were moving along with corporate earnings announcements, which have that hasn't necessarily been the case over the last year. It's been sort of the disconnect between earnings announcements and price fluctuation in stocks. So I'm, I'm happy to see the market reacting to how companies are actually doing. Some big names missed their earnings this week, including the company formerly known as Google, now called Alphabet for some inexplicable reason. Uh, Microsoft and Netflix. Every other name was taken. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so if you notice, those three are all tech companies. And they. Uh, I guess there's been some worry about whether or not the tech sector as a whole is not doing very well, especially with the NASDAQ kind of lagging the other the indexes this year. I... I'm really not that worried. If you dig into Google's earnings, you'll see that a significant portion of the miss was due to foreign currency exchange. And they actually, um, they actually grew revenue by 17% year over year, something that not many companies are doing right now. So if Apple could do that, they'd be in heaven. They would. And their stock price would probably shoot up. It would. Um, they're also spending like crazy on CapEx and new product development. And, uh, they gave a really positive outlook for the rest of the year. So I kind of actually have them on my watch list of companies to take a look at this week and see when it uh, if it if we hit a bottom on that on Google stock I I might dive in a little bit yeah a share or two yeah exactly it's pretty <laughs> expensive seven hundred bucks so <laughs> it's it's not something that I could invest no not ever. a lot in or a lot of uh, shares in the uh, the other thing is the the um, biotech index on the Nasdaq which is followed under the ETF IBB, it's quietly regained over 13% in the last month, despite being down on the year about 14.8%. But it definitely looks like a V pattern with the, with the upside in the recent, or in the recent weeks. So yeah, I'm not sure what the sell-off was all about, frankly. I'm not sure either. It just, I mean, it, it sold off with the market, but then it didn't But it was leading rebound. the sell-off. Yeah. Uh, maybe Hillary Clinton sent out another tweet about it. I'm, uh, that's I'm not sure. That's very possible. So I'm definitely looking at it as a buying opportunity right now in, in both tech and in, uh, in the biotech sector. And also, think about this. What was the 
biggest one-day gain by a company after beating on earnings and revenue this season? Hmm. It was Advanced Micro Devices. I saw that. A technology company. Yeah, so here we got Intel, arch competitor. Yeah. Laying off 12,000 people. AMD records the biggest upside ever. Yeah, they uh they gained almost 38% in one day after posting those numbers. Yeah, that's pretty pretty promising. So for earnings seasons to date, we have seen some pretty decent numbers. About 20% of companies have reported overall, but the beat rate stands at 63% on earnings and 54% on revenue. Neither of those are going to be records, but they're certainly better than the the last year. So respectable. Not and too of bad. course, we should overlay that with those beat rates are on diminished expectations. Sometimes. Sometimes. It, it depends on the stock, honestly, whatever the analysts are, are thinking at that time. But there was so much negative sentiment coming out of last earnings season that I'm not surprised that there were some downgraded estimates. That's absolutely true. Well, one of the topics we're going to talk about a little bit today is inflation. I've been on it for a while. And I want to talk a little bit about precious metals, metals in general, because some of the metals that are acting more precious than other ones aren't what you'd wear on your jewelry there's some really interesting thing happen, things happening in the uh, industrial metals market. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I, I think it bodes well for the overall economy and manufacturing. It looks like it to me. Speaking of metals, trivia question by sponsored by Ken Bales of First Coast Alarm at 636-7888. What does it cost the U.S. taxpayers to mint a penny? And I'll take it within a tenth of a cent for anybody who wants to take a guess. 904-222-TALK. Lines are open. Callers will go to the head of the line. Don't go anywhere. This is the Family Financial Hour. Has your health insurance changed or is it about to change? Are you or did you move to a different state, change jobs, get a divorce, get married, or have a baby? Then you know what? You may qualify for a special health insurance enrollment period for the affordable Obamacare plans. And to find the right plan, you can get free help right now from Health Markets. They'll help you choose the right plan from over 140 different companies, plus help you maximize your Obamacare free government subsidies. Why pay a penny more than you have to for health insurance? Call anytime, day or night to learn more about the special enrollment period to qualify for Obamacare. Here's our number. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Not available in all states. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. Their prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low you can't find these fares published anywhere. They specialize in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rental rates, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, they can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. 
That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. Operators are standing by. 800-298-5783. 800-298-5783. That's 800-298-5783. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing ASAP. We're looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to us. And we'll give you our feedback. And if we like what we read, we will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. We handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, call Page Publishing now for your free author submission kit. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call now. 800-215-6818. 800-215-6818. 800-215-6818. That's 800-215-6818. Let's get back to the Van Wee Financial Hour on AM 600 and FM 100.3, The Answer. To be a part of the program, call 222-TALK. That's 222-8255. Once again, here's Stephen and Adam Van Wee. Welcome back to the Van Wee Financial Hour. I'm Steve Van Wee. And I'm Adam Van Wee. And lines are open, 904-222-TALK. That's 222-8255. I didn't mention in the first segment, as I usually do, that not all financial shows are created equal and that most are pre-recorded, and you will only hear what the host wants you to hear. We, on the other hand, are live. Our lines are always open. If you want to control some of the editorial content of the show, it's as simple as picking up the phone and giving us a call with your questions, like this one. Good morning, Judy. Hi. Hi. What um, can we do I for had, you? I'm, I'm at the point of having to make a decision. I have an IRA CD uh, in the bank here, and so I'm, I usually call around for rates because I'm a little squeamish of anything but CDs. I'm 80 years old, and mm-hmm. I'm retired mm-hmm. on a limited low income. Okay. Um, I spoke with a lady yesterday, and, uh, well, quite a few of them. The, lady, the best rate I could get was uh, I'd have to move all my accounts and everything, not necessarily. i have to open a savings account to the credit union, mm-hmm. and it was 2.8 for five years. Wow. for five years, sorry. I also spoke with a lady who was trying to get me to consider an annuity fix rate. Run. Run. When you see her next time, turn and run as fast as you can. I told her. I I said, all I hear is stay away from annuities. Well, especially when you have no need for it. An annuity is for one thing and one thing only, lifetime income. It means you surrender your money, you get a lifetime income. If you want some cash laying around like a CD, an annuity does not compete with that CD. What competes exactly. with that CD is other CDs. Mm-hmm. So exactly. now there, there's... Not there, thinking. Yeah, good. I'm, keep, keep the thought. 
<laughs> what you need to do, you have to uh, have to make a decision here. And the decision is, should I lock in the best rate I can get at 2.08 for five years? Or do you think interest rates are going to rise over time? Adam, right. I think you'll agree with me. We think interest rates are going to rise. Yeah, I would I sacrifice a little bit of return right now for a shorter duration on that CD. So look for a one or three year CD that gives you less okay. yield. But then you'd be able to reinvest that at the end of that CD at a well, theoretically at a higher rate. And it looks like looks like interest rates will be rising over the next year, according to the Fed. And, yeah. and you know, you have to consider my age too. Right. Correct. I'm, although I'm not going to be around it in five years. Oh, <laughs> well, hopefully in five. Years. I would so, think so. But we'll see. But the um, the point is, in a rising rate environment, it's silly mm-hmm. to lock in for a long, long time. And you you'll, well, you can always get that money out. Month, a 36-month IRA a CD for 1.30. I don't and think I'd even... What, what's the, let's, let's put it in perspective. What's the one-year rate? The one-year rate is... Hang on a minute here. I don't think they've got their rate in the paper. But I didn't ask them that. One-year rate, I'll ask them when I call back. If it's one or over, I would take the one-year rate. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd probably take the three-year rate. Okay, 1% or over. I'm looking at an average of a half-point increase in interest rates per year. So it seems to me you could break even by taking the one if it's at one. But if they're trying to give you a 0.5 or 0.6, I'd go ahead and take the three. Okay, 0.05 or 0.5? If it's a half a percent or three-quarters of a percent, and eh, no, I'd I'd like to see that one year rate at one if you could get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you can, but you might. Yeah, that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, me and too. It, if it's one point five oh, I can go as high as forty eight months, thirty six months. I wouldn't go beyond thirty six under any circumstances yeah. today. It doesn't make sense to do a one year CD for less than one percent because you could get a high yield checking account with a company like American Express or or uh, there's another one, Capital One. That is almost one percent. No, they, they, they won't do that in your IRA. No, that's true. I forgot we were talking about an IRA, but, the, but the, yeah. it should be competitive to that. Yeah. So let's let's use one percent as a break point. If you can get one percent, go one year. Otherwise, go three. Okay, and one point five take go go no no beyond three. Nope, no under no circumstances with the interest rate outlook being for rising rates would I do that. I pre, you know, this this thing that she told me, she starts out at 2% for a five-year investment. Mm-hmm. Right. And at, uh, let me see, 2.63 at the first year plus LIBOR. Mm. Then it goes up with LIBOR, but does never go down. Well, now those are a different thing. Is that ever bank? And guaranteed 2% at LIBOR. No, that is uh, Compass Bank. Um, I'm leery of all the variable CDs. Mm-hmm. I, if you look in them. Well, this is an annuity. This is an oh, annuity. no, no. Run. <laughs> Run. No annuities. I love it. I've heard that all my time. He says, what are you afraid of? And I said. I'm afraid of giving you all my money and then you're tying it up for 10 years. <laughs> you know, I just, anyway, I just always something with an I retired from banking after 35 years. Oh, well, good. And and so I know a little bit about 
those kind of things. Annuities but have a set you. purpose in this life, and you're not it. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, she's supposed to call me back, so I will certainly tell her that when she calls me back. Wonderful. And I think Star is going to be my best deal. The only uh, thing I have to do with them uh, to get that to be a member is open a savings account yep. with a five dollar balance. Yep. yep, that is true. We You're talking pay five dollars for a member card. You both use them. You're talking like to them. two Vistar members. <laughs> yeah, and never let it and never uh, let it go beyond under five dollars. You know, which exactly would be a big loss if that happens. And by the way, to all the other credit union people around town, we have have clients that deal with every one of them. They are all wonderful. Every one of oh, them. They are. Yes. What are all the other ones? Is that uh, a community first, one to one? What's what's the old Navy Federal? Any one of them? To one. Yeah. And community first. Yeah. And they're they're all the fourth of May. It's it's the way they do business. It's like having a fee only financial planner versus a commission person. The difference mm-hmm. is the model of the business. And the model of the business in a credit union means they're taking your money, they're making loans to local people, your money stays mm-hmm. local, you own the credit union by being a member, and you get right. the dividend and the payment they give you on your CDs or whatever, and it's generally higher than a bank can do because they're not taking care of the stockholders and they don't have excessive and, bricks and mortar. And so there shouldn't be any variation in just a regular... Um, a CD and an IRA CD as far as the rate they give me? I would think there shouldn't be. No, nope. It's just I a title of the account. Nothing more, nothing less. All right. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And you kind of were thinking exactly the way I was thinking. Well, it's a but pleasure. I wanted some professional proof. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure. Would you like to take a shot at the trivia question? What does it cost us, the taxpayers, to mint one penny? And I'm, that answers to the closest tenth of a cent. Oh, my goodness. Um, just a minute. I would say it's higher than we think. Um, oh, I don't know. Point eight? It's actually higher than that. You're but that kidding. was a good guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not a real good deal for the taxpayers, I'll tell you that right now. I know. I don't even know why we keep doing them. They're not I don't either. That was, my comment to Adam right before the show was, you think we could get rid of them, but it just doesn't seem to happen yet. Someday, no, maybe. it doesn't. I know people who have a bajillion of them. Yes, right? you're talking to one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding them for the metal value increase. Yeah, really. <laughs> just kidding. And then well, then we also get a new picture on <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Harry Tubman. Paper money, yeah. but we won't get into that. <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, I appreciate your call. You have a wonderful Saturday. You as well. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> That's a typical thing, folks. You walk into a financial institution with a very simple problem, and the word annuity comes up. Yeah, it is. And unfortunately, the people that are really hurt in this low interest rate environment are people like the caller there, Judy. It's they just can't make anything in CDs or on safe investments for their IRAs or their money outside of IRAs where they used to be able to get 4 or 7% on CDs. You can't find it anymore. You know, I guess the, the modicum of good news I can come up with on that one is it's in an IRA, so at least that interest isn't taxable till it comes out of there as an RMD someday. Yeah, but it's so little. Would it matter if it was taxable? Uh, barely at all, unfortunately. That is a problem that we have railed against for a long time, these artificially low interest rates, and they're just punishing savers and have been for several years now. 
I don't see much relief in sight, although there is some relief in sight. It's just going to be very slow. All right, well, Adam's got some more economic news after the break. I've got a couple things I want to talk about. And uh, we, of course, always want to talk about what you want to talk about. So give us a call. We're going to be up on a hard break here very shortly. I want to mention a few things today, like fiduciary rule and that sort of thing, for what it is and who's fighting it. There's so much out there in the political arena right now that impacts your wallet. I've got some information on that, too, on what uh, something I call metals, money, and mortgages. And just all kinds of fun things today. I'm, I'm in a really good mood to talk about this stuff today, and it's probably because I expected the market to go way down this week, and it didn't. No, it was not a bad week. It, it kind of fluctuated, but it didn't drop sharply. There, there are psychological barriers out there that we have to deal with. The market, is, it has them. That's all I can say. 18000 was one of them. We managed to close on Friday over 18000 I would have bet money against that one. Just barely by 3.75. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is the Van Lee Financial Hour. Hugh Hewitt, Laura Ingram, Dennis Prager, The Savage Nation, Mark Levin, WBOB, 94.1 and AM 600. The Answer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Still little to go on for police as they try to track down whoever is responsible for killing eight people, all members of the same family in rural Ohio. Officials say it's not clear whether it was one or more persons who did the killing. They're asking the public for any information they can help with. President Obama is urging the next generation of British leaders to give serious thought to how they solve problems. Speaking to a group of young people in London, the president turned to Lighthearted question about priorities for his successor into a treatise on his preference for diplomacy over military conflict. North Korea has fired what appeared to be a ballistic missile from a submarine off of its northeast coast. That's according to South Korean defense officials who could not confirm where the projectile landed. A successful test from a submarine would be a worrying development. It would make it easier for the North to launch missiles undetected. This is SRN News. Caregiving is a journey filled with love, challenges, and self-discovery. I'm Lee Woodruff, New York Times best-selling author and CBS This Morning contributor. And as a wife, mother, daughter, and a caregiver, I've walked the path of caring for loved ones and being unsure of where to turn for help. So if you're looking for resources, encouragement, and a little bit of pampering, join me at the 2016 Caregiver Expo. The 2016 Caregiver Expo is Saturday, May 7th at the Hyatt Riverfront, 904-407-6790. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-591-6080, 24 hours and leave your information i'll send the first 500 callers my hot new cd foreclosure fortunes and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free i'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license even if you're a busy professional call 800-591-6080 24 hours and get my new book and cd free that's 800-591-6080 take your life back and make this the best year ever Call 800-591-6080 now. 
Local women sharing ideas for the good of your local community. The North Florida Republican Women is inviting you to attend the second annual Cocktails Conversation and Networking event at Maggiano's in the Town Center, Tuesday, April 26th at 6 p.m. This is a free event for local like-minded women to empower and encourage one another here in North Florida. A special thanks to Congressman and Mrs. Crenshaw and the St. John's Republican Party for sponsoring. This is a free event, but an RSVP is required. Please visit eventbrite.com and search Cocktails Conversation and Network. Green Acre Sporting Goods is having a spring gun sale. Right now, get a Smith & Wesson AR-15 with 30-round magazine and lifetime warranty. Regular $7.99, now only $5.99. Green Acres is fully stocked with other guns like the 22 long rifles. Green Acres buys guns from a single gun to a whole collection. Concealed weapons permit classes are held Monday through Saturday. Green Acre Sporting Goods, locally owned and operated for over 46 years. Normandy Boulevard, a mile and a half west of 295. If they don't have it, you don't need it. Green Acres Sporting Goods. Stuck in traffic? WBOB 94.1 has the answer. A couple of crashes, 295 North at uh, Merrill Road, another one North Main Street at Pecan Park Road. Travel care today, partly cloudy, looking for high of 82, clear tonight, low 62. And for Sunday, 40% chance of showers, looking for a high 88, overnight low 68 and 65 at WBOB. 94.1, the answer. Van Wee Financial is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Let's get back to the Van Wee Financial Hour on AM 600 and FM 100.3, The Answer. To be a part of the program, call 222-TALK. That's 222-8255. Once again, here's Stephen and Adam Van Wee. Welcome back to the second half of the Van Wee Financial Hour. I'm Steve Van Wee. And I'm Adam Van Wee. And I remind everybody again that the lines are open, 904-222-TALK. It's 222-8255. Trivia question still open. How much does it cost the taxpayers of the U.S. to mint a single penny? And we know that 0.8 cents is too low. This segment sponsored by Robinson Landscape and Maintenance. I think you've all been outside enough lately to know that the season has begun. My itchy, runny eyes and my nose and all that are telling me that there's pollen everywhere. Things are growing. Good time to get cleaned up, slicked up, and and uh, contract out your your maintenance for the summertime. So give Troy a call at 662-9794. Now, the uh, financial news this week had a little bit more to say, and Adam has a little bit more to say about it. And then we're going to talk about some just weird stuff that has to do with taxes. But first, you know what the rules are. Callers go first. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, sir. I'm, uh, I'm glad to hear you on the radio. I'm on I-95 heading north, so Good. tuning in to the radio, and I was like, wow, this is great. Wonderful. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the show. Well, thank you, sir. Um, you know, it's very interesting that you're talking about financials because this whole week, probably for the past two months, I've been kind of worried about where my money is being invested to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'm getting older now, and uh, I'm kind of worried that my money is not, you know, not, is not earning as it should. 
Okay, and so, where is your money invested? How is it invested? Well, I, I, I'm in Vanguard right now uh, in the uh, retirement fund at 2030 because I'm 54. Okay. So I don't know if that's a good plan or not, but it's a safe place for me, at least for now, with a Roth IRA. I've been contributing to a Roth IRA. I converted some of the things to Roth IRA because I heard and read that it's better to do a Roth than an, a traditional IRA. Mm, in some it cases, depends, sure. but yeah, it's not a bad thing. No, but. you're you're good so far, and I like like Vanguard, and I like their their uh, retirement date funds. So, so far, so well, good. So okay, and I have another traditional IRA that's in Trivent Financial, which is a Lutheran organization. But I have the feeling that it's not doing too well in there because every time I get my statement, I seem to go through these major losses. So I have to revamp mm-hmm. that also. So what I've been doing over the last two months, reading the Susie Ehrman uh, books, you know, the, na- the sure. financial stuff. Sure. I've been reading Dave Ramsey on the YouTube. I've been watching everybody, you know. Good. And one of the things they're pointing towards, which can give you money, and I would like your opinion on that before I start investing it, is on S&P 500 index funds. Yeah, yes, it should be part of a good portfolio. It's not something I would run out and buy just a whole boatload of it just because it's there. It's all equities, you know, right. uh, unlike your um, your target retirement date fund. That's got stocks and, and bonds would, and cash. I would be willing to guess that within that Vanguard fund, there is a S&P 500 portion of it. I would be I, willing I to do that, too. Yeah, but I look, I don't see anything that says S&P. It mostly shows uh, large cap, small cap, uh, all these uh, high stock bonds or something like that. Okay. But I don't see anything that says index. Index. It's going to I be, in- yeah, I understand. I'm going to, it's going to resemble the large cap portion Correct. of your your uh, target date fund. It might not, oh. the, the large cap portion might not be made, of, made up of only S&P 500 companies, but there'll be a ton of overlap between the companies in the S&P and the companies that are in that portion of that fund. Yeah. What the S&P is, is 500 selected stocks that's selected by the Standard & Poor's company to put into a, what they call an index, which then is emulated by an index share. And it's just 500 large, large cap domestic companies. And they, sometimes they roll a stock in into it and they roll one out. So they revamp it once in a while. But what a large cap fund is, is very similar, except it might be either more discriminatory or less. So you could have a large cap fund with 100 stocks in it. You could have a large cap fund with 1,000 stocks in it or anywhere in between. But there will be overlap in those two. So you're actually covered in, in that arena. It's good. The S&P is, is really good for young people who are just starting out. They need to take a lot of risk. Stocks are the riskiest. So by investing constantly into the S&P 500, over time, they tend to get that reward that they need when they're young so that they can get a little more cautious when they're your age and my age, which means that you start working in some balance into your account as you've done in the retirement date fund. And Vanguard has an S&P tracking uh, ETF. It Mm -hmm. trades under the ticker symbol VOO. VOO? Yes. Okay. If that's something you're interested in, it fits in your portfolio. That would be how you would buy the S and P 500. Just that, not it won't be included with anything else. It'll just be the S and P 500 stocks. I wouldn't have more than about 25 percent of my assets in the S and P 500. As long so as I should go ahead and invest three thousand dollars on one of those um, 
uh, what do you call it, ETF? Yes, I, that, I don't think that would hurt you a bit based on the fact okay. that you have these other diversified funds out there. Now, that doesn't mean that as soon as you buy it, it won't go down because that is a distinct possibility. It mm-hmm. has a chance of going down, chance of going up in the short term, but long term, the S&P has generally gone up and it's gone up at, a, at quite a good clip. Mm-hmm. So when we say long term, is that uh, it, it stays as long as you, you, you're going to retirement and you don't have to really touch it until you have a need for money right away? Yes, five years or more. If you're going to go into the stock market, five years minimum. If you need the money before that, do not put it in stocks. Okay. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I was putting in bonds, but the treasury, uh, I, I would call I notes, but I, I, I'm thinking that is not a really good idea right now. Uh, because the returns and those are so low, and we don't know. The, I don't know if they're going to be worth anything, you know, ten years from now. That's why we like the target date funds and the balance funds, because you've got active managers behind there mixing up the stocks and bonds and cash in the proportion that they believe will help you out over the long term. Okay, sir. Thank you. Uh, one one question. I have an old four hundred one k from a previous company that I left about uh, two years ago. It's been sitting there. But I know there is a company, they, 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 they have their stocks in there. Should I take that? I mean, it's sitting there, I, I, I suspect it's, it's, it's owning something because I look at it. But would it be better to put it in, say, rolled over a direct transfer into a traditional IRA that can earn better uh, returns, even though I have to pay probably the taxes when I'm ready to put out at age 70 or something like that? Would it be better to roll over that fund now? or rather than leaving it in the old company uh, 401k? I have a rule of thumb. When you leave the company, leave the company. Take your money with you. Roll, oh. roll it into a traditional IRA. Put it in something like a retirement date fund or some good balanced fund and let it go to town for you. But don't don't leave your money behind. There's about 40% of assets in 401ks nationwide that are yeah. are owned by people who no longer work for the company. Right. They no longer well, care about that sense. But I try. <laughs> yeah, because I've I've have, I've been reading reading twenty books in the library. I mean, I've gone through the fifty steps to retirement. You no, know, so many questions to ask for retirement. And I mean, they're all giving the same basic answer, but you, you can't. So I was going to go see if uh, someone could help me, like probably one of these mutual fund store, and call them and sit with them. But when I found out that they charge a fee. I would do, uh, if I were you, I would do a TD Ameritrade or an E-Trade or a Schwab account or something like that and get a self-directed IRA, and they'll okay. they'll help you handle the rollover into it. And then I'd, I'd look for a good, I might go a little bit further instead of 2030, I might do 2040 on this one. Just a little better mix of stocks for right now. Okay. It's not really that important, but I would... Since you've got a 2030, I'd probably mix in a 2040. Yeah. And rolling your, your 401k to that traditional IRA is not a taxable event. So no. you won't owe any taxes for that as long as you get it in there within 60 days. Yep. And just tell, right. them, tell them you want to do a direct rollover so that when the 401k people write the check, they don't write it to you. They write it to that account on behalf okay. of you. And then you will not get any 1099s, nor will you need any 5498s or anything like that. You want to take a quick shot at our trivia question? What does it take us to mint a penny? Uh, in percentage-wise? Uh, dollar. Uh, dollar uh, amount. Or pe- the amount of money. Yeah. I would say probably uh, one and a half. Oh, you're close. It's a little bit more than that, but you are getting real close. Great okay. guess. Thank you. Call us anytime. We appreciate hearing from you.
a great show. I don't know where you're based, though. I mean, I, I <laughs> We're back. Where are you based? We've been here about 13 months on this one now. So, and, uh, well, what's you, are you, you right now? If you remember. We're, we're in Jacksonville. Yeah, we're in Jacksonville. Yeah, listen, we'll do it right after the break. Keep listening. We'll tell you a little bit more. We don't mind tooting our own horn for a while. Thanks for the call. That's something you don't have to ask me twice is to toot our own horn, right? All right, we got to run. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Van Wee Financial Hour. Attention, Zarelto and Pradaxa users. If you or a loved one has taken Zarelto or Pradaxa and suffered an injury or even died, you could be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Zarelto and Pradaxa are prescribed blood thinners used to prevent blood clots and protect people from strokes. If you have taken Zarelto or Pradaxa and been hospitalized for internal bleeding, call now, 800-272-8139. Serious bleeding has led to numerous cases of hospitalization and death. If you or a loved one was hospitalized for serious internal bleeding or a stroke after taking Zarelto or Pradaxa, you could be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Don't be a silent victim. Time is limited to file your claim. Call now for free information and a free consultation. Call 800-272-8139. That's 800-272-8139. Again, 800-272-8139. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Attention homeowners, do you need cash for college, a new kitchen, a new bathroom, to finish your basement, or to pay off credit cards? Then call Interstate Home Loan Center now and learn how to use the equity in your home to get the cash you need. We're a direct lender. We make the decision to loan you money, and we work crazy hard to get your loan approved. To prove it, call us. We're here right now to help you get the cash you need out of the equity in your home. Call now and learn how to get a free 40-inch color TV with your closed loan. Find out how easy it is to refinance your current mortgage and get cash for home improvements and more. Call right now. We promise we're here to take your call. Interstate Home Loan Center is a licensed mortgage banker. NYS Department of Financial Services, NMLS number 56315. 25 Melville Park Road, Suite 105, Melville, New York, 11747. 800-430-7924. 800-430-7924. 800-430-7924. That's 800-430-7924. This is an important message about the IRS. Are you dealing with a tax crisis? If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state in back taxes, you know they'll never stop coming after you. With bank levies, wage garnishments, they'll even seize your home or business. The good news? The IRS is offering a new way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, a government program for tax debt forgiveness. Hi, I'm Paul Sibley, Director of Client Services with U.S. Tax Shield. The IRS is offering Fresh Start Initiatives because they actually want you to resolve your tax issues. We can help navigate the new laws, get you protected, stop the bleeding, and fix what caused your problem in the first place. Our goal is to negotiate a resolution you can live with and resolve your tax issues permanently. Call the experts at U.S. Tax Shield now and get a guaranteed quote to resolve your case. Call 800-418-0572 for your free consultation and get protected now. That's 800-418-0572. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-418-0572. Let's get back to the Van Wee Financial Hour on AM 600 and FM 100.3, The Answer. To be a part of the program, call 222-TALK. That's 222-8255. Once again, here's Stephen and Adam Van Wee. 
Welcome back to the final segment of the Van Wee Financial Hour. I'm Steve Van Wee. And I'm Adam Van Wee. And time is flying, as so often happens when we get talking to nice people, and we just love it. Now, just a, a, another word about um, Steve, first off. He wanted to know how to how to uh, find us. You know, I've been in this industry a long time. I've been on the radio a long time, but only about 13, 14 months right here. And I have heard from people that they're happy that we're back, and I will tell all of you that are happy that I'm back, no one's as happy as I am. Yeah, we're pretty happy about that. We are indeed. So tell Steve and everybody else, again, just a quick summary of the best ways to reach us. Sure. We do the radio show out of a out of a building here in Jacksonville, but our office is out at the beach in Jacksonville Beach, right off of the Butler, uh, off of Butler Boulevard, off the Marsh Landing Parkway exit. If you ever want to reach us offline, it's 904-685-1505, or you can email us at info at com. And our, our website is the best way to find all that information, contact information. It's www.vanweefinancial.com. So that is the best way to reach us. And Steve, if you ever run into any problems doing those rollovers or anything and just want some free advice or want to chat, just give me a call at the office. That's 904-685-1505. All right. And another follow-up word um, kind of arising from Judy's phone call about annuities there is nothing wrong with an annuity. What's wrong in the world is annuity salespeople. And they they very often act as if that's the only thing that fits for your purpose. And if you think it's bad now, you've got 12 more months of people going insane because the fiduciary rule that I mentioned earlier has been passed and it's going to take effect one year from now. And what the fiduciary rule means in a nutshell is that a fiduciary is required to put the client's interest ahead of the the uh, annuity or the fiduciary's own interest, which we do automatically. We always have from day one. I can't imagine operating any other way. It just makes so much sense to me. And I promise you from 15 years of direct experience, what's good for your clients becomes very good for you. There is no reason not to be in this together. But when you get into the commission world, that's why we are fee only. We don't take any commissions, have no products. When you get into the commission world, you have to wonder about that person across from you. Are they thinking dollar signs when they see you? We we have an old expression on this side of the table. It says annuities are sold by people who say the answer is an annuity. What is your question? It's all they ever do. In fact, I got a great story I'll tell you sometime when I got a little time. You guys are going to love this one. I call it the worst advice I've ever heard in my life, but it takes more than just a couple of minutes. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with the annuity. Therefore, income, it's a transfer of risk policy. It transfers the risk of your lifetime income to the annuity company. You can read it. You can know exactly what it will do. Never fall for what it might do. Only pay attention to what it's guaranteed to do. Now, I have a little update on that front. There's something brand new out in the marketplace. There is an annuity site now where you can buy annuities without a salesman involved. It is annuities.direct, and it is handled by a, a good old friend of ours. He goes by the name of Stan, the annuity man, what else could he have done with his life with a name like that? That is a weird name, but it is a weird very name. fitting. 
But if you want to do that, I always advise, if you have an advisor and you want to discuss the possibility of getting an annuity, talk to your advisor first. You can lay out the parameters, but you don't have to have the salesman involved anymore. It's very, very unique. That said, good morning, George. Uh, Yes, sir. Um, I had a question about uh, the explosive possibility of of a lithium-ion battery in the Tesla. Yeah. does that have an effect on the stock? Nitsi, our consumer's report, does not discuss the probability. <laughs> the answer to that is a definite maybe. I'm not sure. The, that, we don't do much real stock analysis, but Tesla is a very strange company. A, a unique thing has happened to them, two, two unique things, the battery potential problem, and the other one is the... Uh, tax subsidy. The buyers of the electric cars were subsidized by the government up to a level. Well, that certain level, whatever it is, has been exceeded in the pre-orders for the new C model by by a lot. By far. Which means now that some of these people who ordered it thinking they're going to get a tremendous boot from the government are not going to get it. Yeah, I think it's the first 200,000 electric vehicles sold by any manufacturer. And this, the pre-orders on the new model are up to 400000 mm-hmm. I'm not sure the consumer knows that. I'm not sure they're going to keep their orders going. I'm not sure that's not going to have a negative or deleterious effect on the stock price. That's the one thing I know probably better than others is that aspect of it. The battery thing, that's a tough one. They're, you know, Boeing got over their little battery problem. I'm not even sure how they solved that. I don't think long run you have to worry about tesla figuring it out because i'm pretty sure they will i've got great engineers but i'm leery of the stock i think it's overpriced i think the marketplace is saturated with orders for people who have a false uh, impression of how they're going to pay for this thing now i would look at it a little different because i think that a forty thousand dollar electric car is pretty appealing to a ton of people so i think that some of those people you're correct order put place those pre-orders based on getting that $7,500 tax credit. But I think there's a large portion of them out there that will still do the math and say, Hey, this isn't that bad of a deal. I'm paying $40,000 for my gas guzzling SUV too. Why not go electric and save the money over time? I, I don't know. I think it could go either way. Yeah. It's very risky to buy any individual stock. Good things happen to bad companies. Bad things happen to good companies. We would rather kind of generalize it and perhaps buy QQQ if you look up the Tesla symbol on Yahoo or something like that, look at institutional ownership. Find out who owns it. If you want a piece of it in your portfolio, buy one of the, the mutual funds or ETFs that holds Tesla in it. That's That would be my advice. Unless you're a speculator, then buy a few and see what happens. If you're ultra rich. Yeah, Boeing put their uh, battery in a airtight compartment, so it couldn't. Is that how they handled that? Yeah. Good. I wonder. I don't know if Tesla could do something I don't like know. that, or the cost. What? How cost prohibitive that would be on a on a mid range car like that? Seems uh, like a significant engineering situation, shall we say? Yeah. The definition of engineering is problem solving. They've got good engineers. Hopefully, they'll solve the problem. I was a very average engineer, which is why I went into financial planning. <laughs> I was a very sub average engineer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, we can't give you any much more than that. Um, Read anything you can read and 
find out as much as you can before you invest. That's true for anything you would ever buy. Okay. You want to take a shot at our uh, trivia question? How much uh, does it cost the taxpayers to mint a penny? And we know it's more than 1.5 cents. 1.7. I told Adam I would take it within a tenth of a cent either way. It's 1.8. You are officially the winner. I will put you on hold, and Alan will take your address, and we will send you a, a nice little gift certificate to Publix. How's that? Thank you. Well, thanks for calling. Call back someday and let us know if you bought it. <laughs> Be curious. All right. Good question. Yeah, definitely. I What I like to do is buy the index and then make with bigger bets, bigger amounts of money, right. and then make very small bets on individual companies if I really like them for some reason or I think they're undervalued. That way you don't put as much money at risk on individual stocks. Elon Musk has some awfully good... Um, he is he is so smart. He it's landed a rocket in an inverse position on a boat. bullseye floating in the ocean. And I, as a somewhat engineer, am still blown away. Um, we have another George, perhaps? Yes, guys. Um, I just want to come in on the, on the Tesla Tesla battery, the lithium battery. Yeah. Um, I've tested some lithium batteries by cutting them open, and when they're exposed to air, they will burn. Okay. And, and so Tesla, I like the lithium batteries. The best thing on the market as far as storage, the amount you can store in it. But Tesla will eventually come to the conclusion that they need to put it in a metal can okay. and with a vent to the outside. Makes sense. Uh, just, just like gasoline. I mean, we drive around with cars with gasoline. True. And, you know, you can take out a city block with the amount of gasoline in a typical SUV. So I think they will come around. As you said, they're good engineers, and uh, they'll go ahead and, and Great. Uh, protect people. Always fun to talk to you, George. Take care of yourself. We've got to, got to run and get out of here. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, and we'll have more trivia questions, a lot more information. And I'm going to tell you about some personal failings of a guy that I always liked. I'm going to miss him on the Fox News Network. It's very strange. Um, okay, we got to run. So this is the Family Financial Hour. See you next week.